Hello, this is episode two, generational wealth at a deeper level. Let's talk about the fact that it's not all about money. Let's share more with our generation. Let's share love, let's share time, let's share health, wisdom, happiness. That is what's important. Let's unlearn what we've been learning and learn new ways to deepen the generational wealth that we share. Let's go. I am Dr. Zen Johnson. Welcome to Unlearning Life as We Know It. I believe that we all deserve to be happy and that we have the ability to unlearn the old ways, learn new ways, and grow to become the greatest version of ourselves. Start your journey to a happier life right now. All right, here we are, episode two, Generational Wealth on a Deeper Level. So here we are, we're going to be talking about the fact that it's not just about money, right? We have been taught the generational wealth is all about the money chasing the dollar. And I'm here today to share with you all that really it's about a lot more than that. Like, let's go deeper than just the surface here. And surface level is about paper. So let's change our mindset about money first off, that money does not grow on on trees. Really, it does. You know, it's just a piece of paper, y'all. It's made in a factory. So let's not put so much value on that. Um, there's more than enough for everybody. Don't be tricked by what society is trying to tell you. Money is out there and it's, it's, it's there. You're good. You've always been good, right? It's your mindset, change your mindset. But outside of that, I want to talk about generational wealth and the aspect of love and happiness and peace and wisdom and joy and health, like in time. Oh my goodness. What I've learned is that really People just want time with you. So let's get into that, right? Let's focus in on those things. So what is the definition of wealth, right? Well, you know what? What I figured out is that wealth is a combination of two words. And it's well and health. It's those two words. It's not just about money. Once again, it's well and health that's been brought together, has then created the word wealth, right? So it's more than just possessions. It's not just about what do you have? Because let me tell you, you can have a lot and not be happy. So where's the value in all of this for real, for real, right? Like if you can have everything in the world and you're still not happy, that lets you know that just focusing on the dollar is not where it's at, right? So it's about that love. It's about that happiness. It's about connecting to people, right? Connecting to other souls and having peace and having freedom, Freedom to do what you want when you want to do it. And you don't always have to have the money to be able to do those things in regards to freedom. Sometimes freedom is just not being in a position that you just really don't want to be in, like having the nerve to remove yourself, right? Um, Freedom can come in a lot of different ways. But a little bit about my background with this. I have definitely chased a dollar (laughs) in this lifetime, a few dollars in this lifetime. Uh, And it didn't work. It did not work. I have a a couple of decades in corporate America experience, entrepreneur in a lot of different industries. Um, I've gone after it and I've tried to climb that corporate ladder. I've tried to do this, do that. And you know what? Like until I really just had peace with myself and really uh, enjoy myself and enjoy the people that I'm around, that's the riches right there. Like that is wealth right? Whenever I had the time to really take care of my own health and make some healthy decisions for myself, like that's rich. 
you know? Um, I tried to do it all. It does not work. And then I had children. Oh, and I let them motivate me, honey. Oh, I had the excuse of children. Then I went hard. I was like, real estate, real estate, real estate, because that's what I've been told. That's what I heard. Generational wealth. I'm like, oh my goodness, I gotta, I gotta have this for my kids. I need them to be okay. You know, ongoing, ongoing, on. It does not stop. So I then use my precious little babies as this excuse, right, to go after it. Lessons learned there, man. I was exhausting myself. <laughs> I was tired. I already had these two babies and then I'm busting my ass even harder, supposedly for the two babies, right? You know, ego, ego. It was for me. It wasn't for them babies. It's, I'm just going by what I, what I heard, what they said. It, it has nothing to do with any of that. What I came to realize is that all my children wanted, all anybody wants. I don't care if you're talking about your husband, your wife, your partner, your, whoever, whoever's in your life. People want time. They want time where you are not on your phone, where you are not distracted, you're not watching TV and talking to them, you're out, you're about, you're enjoying each other's company. People want time. Children want time. They wanna feel secure, they want happiness, they want love, they want peace. They don't come into this world asking for things. That's a, that's a taught behavior, that comes later on, okay? But they don't come in saying, yeah, I, mama, I want you to be in that, um, that hot uh, Mercedes right there. My one-year-old didn't tell me that. <laughs> My ego may have told me that. My one-year-old didn't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I truly believe that if you have those things lined up, guess what? Wealth is going to come. If you got your love, your happiness, your peace, your joy, your freedom, it's all in the mindset. You're not in prison in your mind. Like I said, money will flow because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. You don't have to worry about the dollar. It's not that hard to get. It's there. It's printed in a factory. You're good. <laughs> it grows on trees. It really does. I truly do believe that. Um, so how do I provide generational wealth um, in the life that I'm living right now, these are just some examples that I'm going to share. And, you know, you all let me know. Remember to join the Facebook group um, and and let's share. Let's share. I would, I would love to hear your take on this. So remember, Facebook group, Unlearning Life as we know it. Um, so here are some ways. <clears throat> I show up with my children and once again, I'm using my children as the prime example here. But remember, you can take this across, you know, with anyone in your life. But right now, it's really my children that I'm that I'm going to be using as the example here. But I show up. I show up and I show up because I want them to know that they don't need outside validation. Right. If I show up for them and I'm showing up in a way I'm fully present and le I'm letting them know that that they are enough right, I'm giving them that attention, then right now and later on, they're not having to go out and, and yearn, you know, trying to get that additional attention because you see it even in little children. Mind you, whenever I look at my one-year-old and my three-year-old, I don't just look at them as little toddlers. I look at them as 30-year-old men because you are going to be an adult a hell of a lot longer than you are a child. So everything that I do today, I understand that it impacts them whenever they are going to be men, right? So 
Um, but even in little children, you see whenever they need to get validation outside. So they may be going to school and really acting out, right? They may be going to school and doing a lot and, and then people want to title them as ADHD and having all these behavioral issues. It usually stems from something else at home. And more than likely, it comes down to attention and needing that validation at home. So that's something that I do. And, you know, that is, it takes time, but it's needed. Um, I also make sure that our children know and our home is a safe zone. Like, that's just for my family overall. I um, make a point that, you know, these four walls that we have here, this is our safe space. If you cannot be who you really want to be, be comfortable in your own skin, be able to have an opinion, if you're not able to do that within these four walls and feel secure and safe and loved and happy within these four walls, guess what? You're definitely not going to get it outside of these four walls. So I at least wanna make sure that this space right here is our safe haven, that we can be who we truly are and feel comfortable in this space. So that's another thing that I, I make sure that is uh, well-known, well-known. Um, affirmations as well, y'all. Oh, we say affirmations on a daily basis um, on the way to school. I have, I have a list of them printed out. I'll actually, um, I'll make it so that you all can download them too if you would like to. It's it's about like eight or 10 affirmations that we say every single day. I keep a list in the house and then I also keep the same list in my car, in my visor. And we pull it out every morning on the way to school. And it's affirmations like, um, I have divine protection around me at all times. I am stable and calm always. I am happy always. I forgive and I forget. Um, God is my constant companion. Uh, I release the past. If I didn't say that one already, um, my body is healthy. My relationships are in harmony. So it's those kinds of messages and affirmations that we say every morning and my boys look forward to it. And now with my three-year-old, it's ingrained in him. He's already started memorizing, him, memorizing them. He actually knows them better than I do. I read. He remembers. <laughs> so um, that means it's within him, you know, and I love that because at any point in the day, whenever I'm having kind of like a, uh, all right, now life's starting to get to me, kind of, you know, that little movement right there, sorry, you start feeling in your neck and that little tension. Whenever those moments hit me, I'm like, okay, what affirmation can I go to? Oh, my relationship is in harmony. My relationship is in harmony. My relationship is in harmony. Let me just keep repeating that until I'm a true believer, until my mind changes from that negative thought that I just had, right? So we say affirmations. Um, along with affirmations, it's all about like loving yourself too. I instill that in my boys right now, how important it is to love yourself and to know your worth, right? So that just adds on to the affirmations of, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am handsome. You know, these are things that you can say that I really just teach them, love yourself. Love yourself, because if you don't love yourself, nobody else will. And if you don't know how to love yourself, you can't teach anyone else. You, you are the example of how to love you, right? Um, another way that I, that I, along with building generational wealth, let me just say this, it's also about 
tearing down, unlearning some things that we have been taught in our generation and generations before us. So now we're going to get into some topics that you may or may not agree with, and that's okay. But we're here to learn and unlearn. (laughs) So one of the things that I had to unlearn You know, within my generation, um, it was about you weren't allowed to say no to adults. You can't say no. I did not want that to be a rule within my home with my children. And so this comes to generational wealth on a deeper level because this is teaching them that they have a voice. That just because you're three and you're one or four and five and six or ten, that you don't have a voice just because adults are in the room or because the adults said so. Because let me tell you, I'll be the first to say, adults don't know nothing. Adults out here trying to make it in this lifetime don't know left from right most of the time. We're all out here just trying to make it, okay? And so I say this because um, I, I truly believe that a lot of the things that today adults are dealing with, childhood trauma of possibly being molested, by people that they thought they could trust, adults that took advantage of them, but they weren't allowed to say no because they were never taught to say no. They were never, they were, that, that was always, that word was taken away from them because adults know better than you. It's a lie. And today people are out here tripping out because they're trying to heal from trauma that had they been allowed to say no to an adult, they wouldn't have to deal with that right now. So I let my kids know, hey, you're, you, have, you have the right to have an opinion. Guess what? If you don't want uh, uh, noodles for dinner and you say no, that's okay. I can't make you have noodles for dinner. Now, all I know is I tried to feed you. <laughs> now, where we go from here, I don't know. But it's okay for you to say no, thank you. Now, we're going to be respectful, right? But it's okay for you to say no, thank you. It's okay for you to know that mommy is not perfect and mommy doesn't know everything just because I'm the oldest in the house. That means nothing. Means nothing at all. So I don't try to trick them to mean that to make them believe anything different from that. So they're allowed to have opinions. I want them to have opinions because I want them to be able to understand why they do what they do, why they're making a decision that they're making. Uh, let's talk. The worst is being an adult and not being able to express yourself because you don't know how to. And it's not your fault. It's not your fault. You were never allowed to. You know? So unlearn that. Unlearn that for the next ones. Unlearn that for the next generation. Um, Freedom to be in touch with your emotions. I allow my boys to be in touch with their emotions. I don't take that away and and... Keyword here is boys, you know, because a lot of times where we have taught our children and our generation was taught and generations prior were taught, oh, if you're the man, you know, you're the boy, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to be in touch with your emotions. Don't you dare hide that. And then you become grown men and, and you don't know, you don't know how you feel about anything. Someone asks you a question, why you do what you do? And you, I don't know. I don't know. And you know what I realized? They really don't know. (laughs) They really don't know. Because once again, they have been stripped from the idea that they have the right to be in touch with their own emotions. 
Taking that away from someone, male, female, it does not matter. You can't take that away. We all have the right. We all need it. That's our guidance system right there. Very important. So that's, that's, that's generational wealth. Hello, whenever you understand how you feel, what you feel, when you felt it and can express it, honey, you're rich. You're rich. This is what I'm talking about, okay? Because you can once again have all the money in the world, but you don't even know how to express yourself. You're not comfortable with yourself. You don't know how to say no. So you do whatever anyone else wants you to do, but you don't even take care of yourself. Nope. We stopping that. Open communication. Open communication. One thing that I learned from one of my neighbors, um, she was a single mother of three boys. And she shared with me, and I can't wait to do this whenever my boys get older. She shared with me that once a week, she would sit down with them and they would grade themselves, not grade each other, grade themselves. And they would say, okay, the mother would sit down and say, okay, as a mother, I think I was about a seven out of 10 this week, right? Because I did this, 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 and this, and I should have done that. And the, her sons would also sit and say, all right, I think as a son, I was a eight out of 10. And I think as a brother, I was a five out of 10 because of this, 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 and this. And they would just sit back. And once again, they're not being victims, practicing, we're not victims here, but also holding themselves accountable. Mm. Learning that as a kid, that's huge. Once again, I'm looking at you as the 30-year-old version of yourself, and this is very important to learn. Um, and, and having open communication within the home so that everyone knows we are out here all trying to be better people. Let's hold ourselves accountable. How can we be better? And her sons would say, oh, mom, you gave yourself a seven, but you know what? You did, da-da-da-da-da. And I, I, don't be so hard on yourself, mommy. You know, like... Give yourself a nine. You weren't that bad, really. But I just love the fact that we had, they had these open conversations within the household. I can't wait to do that with my boys. So you can, once again, you can do that with your niece, your nephew, you know, other children that you come in contact with. You can do that. These are healthy conversations to have with anyone, even just your partners, right? Like other adults, very healthy conversations to have. Um... And then the last thing on my list, once again, <laughs> y'all may argue me down on this, <laughs> but generation, my generation for sure. And I'm sure a lot of people are probably still saying this to their kids because it's a learned behavior. I took a, I took a step back and I said, I wanted to unlearn that, but I was always taught, um, well, let me say what I learned. This is what I'm doing. I am your mother. But I am also your friend. I had to unlearn this opposite because I was taught I am your mother, not your friend. Oof. I unlearned that one. I unlearned that one because like I said, you're an adult a lot longer than you are a child. And so you say that to a child and you train them that I am only your mother. I'm not your friend. I'm only your mother. I'm not your friend. Watch yourself. I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. And then guess what? That child becomes an adult. 
And all of a sudden, the child is living life, doing adult things, having adult experiences, and you wish that child would talk to you. You wish that child would share with you. You wish that child wanted to be around you. But you've already trained that child that uh, I'm not your friend. I'm your mother. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Because I want my boys to know that they're safe. We have a safe space. You can talk to me about anything. Because if you don't talk to me, you're going to talk to someone else. And whoever that someone else is, that may not be the truth that needs to be told. You know what I'm saying? I want, I want my boys, my niece, my nephew, like... Come to me. You can talk to me about anything. This is a no judgment zone. I want to be able to talk to you. You talk to me. This is safe. Let's do this for the long haul. You know what I'm saying? I am your mother. I am your auntie. And I'm also your friend. I am your friend. I'm your bestie, boo. Let's do this. I'm your ride or die. <laughs> I got you. You got me. We in this together. You're not alone. No matter how old you are, I got you at 1, at 3, 23, and 44. I got you. I want them to always know that. I am your friend. I'm your best friend if you let me in that close. You know what I'm saying? If, if somebody don't come take my spot right now for my one-year-old or my three-year-old, I'm their bestie. <laughs> Someone may take my spot later. But the point is that I have let them know that we have that. We have that, and that's important. They're going to be adults sooner than I know. It's going to be here, and I want them to know that, Dag, I still want to hang around my mama. Where's she at? I still want to sit with her, watch a movie with her. That is um, generational wealth on a deeper level. I hope you all enjoyed it. Continue to stick with me for more interesting topics as we move forward. I love y'all. Thank you so, so much. Have an amazing week. Peace. I am Dr. Zen Johnson, and you've been listening to Unlearning Life as We Know It podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dr. Zen Johnson. If you haven't yet, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another awakening conversation. Thank you for listening.